if you've been in therapy for a long time and you find yourself talking about the same things over and over and you don't feel like you're getting anywhere, this clip may help. Hey, it's Adele Wong here. Welcome to this podcast where we explore all things around what it takes to create a life and livelihood that really works. I can't tell you how many clients come to me after having already been in therapy, uh, sometimes for a very long time. So whether it's being in therapy for 10, 15, 20 years, or even if it's just a year, people often report the same experience. So it's not so much the length of time. It's the experience of having told and retold, examined and reexamined whatever it is that they're working on over and over. And the benefit of this is that a lot of times people report be, people are very articulate in understanding their issues. They have quite a, a good cognitive understanding of what happened, the nature of the trauma, how it shaped their worldview, how it may have even impacted their nervous system, or even their beliefs about their lives. They're very good at describing and explaining something. A lot of good insights. But what I noticed that is that more insights don't necessarily help anyone feel better. They just help people understand themselves, which is useful. That is part of the healing process to understand things. But sometimes people confuse an understanding of something with the actual resolving and moving through something. And this is a crucial difference. If you've been in therapy a long time, or maybe it's only a short period, again, it's not necessarily the length of time. It is your experience. If you find yourself talking about the same things over and over to the point there, sometimes people have nothing else to to add. There's a feeling like, well, I don't know what else to say that I haven't said before. And especially if you don't feel like you're making progress. The reason is many of these things that are bothering us live outside of the psychological lens. The psychological lens can be useful to give people some understanding or wiggle room. But my experience is that it is not necessarily enough. In fact, it's often not enough for people to truly move through something. And what happens is if people do a lot of therapy and they don't feel any better, then they're left with an uncomfortable, uh, perhaps incorrect conclusion that they are beyond help, that this is just the best that can be hoped for is more of this. Or they stick with something that is, well, it's the lesser of two evils. Like, well, this is better than nothing. And it, they continue a process without feeling like they're getting anywhere. And that can be discouraging, you know? That can leave people feeling like it's an endless self-discovery of more insights or more understanding without necessarily feeling better. So I'm just going to say this once for everyone in the back. There comes a point where I think it's more useful to spend less time trying to process your stuff and more time 
truly discovering who you are. Let me say that again. Spend less time processing your issues and more time discovering who you are. And I guarantee you, in all the years that I've been doing this, you will start noticing a radical shift. Because the real you is beyond just your beliefs and your thinking. That the pain of the moment, the trauma, or whatever it is is bothering you, has information for you. And in order to glean the next thing for you or the next step in your healing or resolve something, a lot of times, especially depending on what happened, it is necessary to step out of only a psychological lens and drop into the wisdom of the body. And this is not something that has a narrative, like I think this way, therefore I am that. It is a feeling, a feeling in your body. And it can be as simple as where do you clench? Where do you tense up? Like we don't need much more analysis than that, that your body is so accurate and so clear in feeling when something is off. And there are other ways of working with the body besides only a a verbal cognitive lens. Now, these other techniques which I use go by different names and they work in different ways. So even working with the body, there are many tools available. Some of them work on the meridian system of the body. EFT, emotional freedom technique, which I use quite a bit, can be very effective for that. In helping the nervous system let go of something. And it's not just about letting go of something, but what is trying to come in? So for clients that have worked with me, they know that I'm not interested in only letting go of a pain. That's nice. But I'm much more interested in what next to create a life worth living. It's not just the absence of pain. We want you to thrive, not just survive. And the body is an excellent tool for that. Other tools that are available, um, maybe there there are many other ways of working with the body. Um, I work a lot with helping people utilize and manage their energetic field. No, this is not Reiki. It's not what people typically think of in energy healing. But in my 15 years of experience of working with thousands of people around the world, it is more useful for me to equip people with understanding how to work with the energies of the body so that, for example, other people don't drain them. That trauma has often left people feeling hyper-empathic, so sensitive to what the other person might be thinking of them, the other person's issues, the pain that other people are going through, that immediately people's energetic fields react in such a way that leave people feeling drained, irritated, anxious, nervous, depressed, whatever. And so rather than a lifetime of trying to please others, or trying to forever understand why you do this through a psychological lens, there are ways of using your body 
and the body's energetic field to help you feel safer. Change comes at the rate of safety. I heard that quoted somewhere and I absolutely agree. It is very difficult to grow to the next level, to take a stand or try something new in your behavior when you don't feel safe. And safety is a feeling in your body, in your heart, in your emotions, in your spirit. It's not really a psychological one of, yes, I'm safe, the tiger's not out to get me. So how do we do this? I invite everyone to just set down for a moment self-help books, affirmations, visualizations, all of those things can be useful, and I do encourage clients to use them as appropriate, but they are primarily through a psychological lens. Reading something is psychological. You know, you're using your thinking to try to control your thinking, which is not bad. But just for a moment, what would happen if you were to set aside all that diligent work on yourself, this constant drive to improve yourself? Just set it aside and consider that there is no way you can ever criticize yourself into loving yourself. There is no way you can shame yourself into becoming a more improved version of yourself. That that engine will never help your heart actually feel better. So for now, let's just set it aside that we're not trying to artificially inflate ourselves into thinking something we don't believe, such as all the affirmations in the world won't help if you don't really believe them. And my experience has been, it actually makes people feel more neurotic because you're split. You're trying to make yourself believe something that you just don't. So you can set that stuff aside for a bit. And be curious. What do you feel in your body? And what would happen if you came back to your body, this incredibly intuitive engine that processes, it knows things at 10, 20, 30 times faster than your mind ever will. And be curious, if you have tapped out on psychotherapy, don't give up. Look for someone who works in a radically different way, whether it be me or someone else who understands somatics, body, healing, utilizing the body. And in my work, I, I hook up a lot of the somatic with spiritual inquiry. In my book, these two things need a much tighter coupling. And then you can hook on the mental psychological work and it's just so much easier. So, just for today, get sensual. Walk through the day, even taking one hour, and just notice what you notice. Can you be more sensual in the moment? of how the air feels on your skin, what you hear. Do you even see the colors truly in the room around you? Can you allow more of the sensual experience of the moment into your nervous system so that instead of just looking at a bookshelf of books, you are profoundly curious and interested 
about a particular lime-colored book cover and drinking that in, that the body actually thrives when it can receive more color, sound, sensation, whatever it is. It wants to feel more alive. You want to feel more alive. And that can't be done through thinking or working on your issues. It is an experience. And those of you who have worked with me, you know that I talk a lot about the fire in the lower belly, womb space, your sexual energy. That's really important. And I'll save that for another clip. But for today, do what you can to create a little bit of dif- distance between this internal manager of you that is trying to fix you and all your issues versus the real you, which operates in a different way. It doesn't have a narrative of how you should be. It just, I'm here. So my hope is that my voice can invite or create a little bit of curiosity over there on what the heck is she talking about? Just enough to create a little bit of opening today for you to discover and step into a very different way of truly thriving in this life that has nothing to do with constantly working on yourself. If you flatlined in therapy, you're not getting anywhere, or it was good for a while and then it just sort of tapered off in its effectiveness, consider that you may be ready for a very different way of working. I work with a lot of people after they've done a lot of therapy. They come in and they're very articulate with all their issues and they don't feel any better. And once they work with me, radical leaps of progress start to happen. And sometimes people use me in conjunction with a traditional therapist. That's lovely too. There are many ways. There's no one way. You all know what's right for you. So I hope this clip has been useful. As usual, if this has been useful, subscribe to this channel for more. Share it with a friend who might be wanting to explore. Why is everyone working so hard on improving themselves and still feeling like crap? It's because there's a whole other side of the equation that hasn't been incorporated. Till next time, rock on.